Hi guys, it's Angelos Neil Epithemio here, um, one of the greatest comedians ever lived. Um, hey, listen, why not listen to the Promoter Mouths podcast hosted by Kai and Pablo, who are a couple of promoters from um, a part of England that I don't know myself, but you may have heard of it. Anyway, it's one of the most it's the best podcast I think that's going out there um, just two promoters sitting down chatting about promoting comedy what could be better than listening to that please please listen to it for Christ's sake now once again for episode number you ready for this yes episode number 20 of the promoter mouths podcast hello pablo hello kai i I am ready and i'm ready because you said in a very sort of professional techie kind of way as you were playing with the sliders stand by (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. i used the standby yeah Yeah. Yeah, standby cue yeah yeah that means let's all get ready felt real like like proper yeah, it is real. Well, this you, is actually happening. You can't leave them sliders alone. No, I've put it up so then we can do all the uh, jingles and things. Ah, right, it needs okay. a volume. Yeah, that was a good jingle. I enjoyed that. Oh, uh, uh, Angelos Epithemio. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember him from uh, Shooting Stars. Oh, wasn't he amazing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I met him last night at the Cray Cray Comedy of Music at the Comedy Store. Yeah. And what a lovely boat. And I, do you know what? I was really excited to see just how different... Angelos is from the real man, Dan the man, um, and very different. He's quite a dashing fella. He's a lovely man, and and you know you couldn't. Well, I was going to say you couldn't be further from Angelos when you meet him, but it's yeah, you see him. It is. It's, it's Angelos with a straight face and a, and a lovely voice. Yeah, you showed me a clip um, on on your phone of him dancing around in a in a silver suit. Yeah, it with all his, uh, with, it, his, with his wang shaking about. It all went off. It yeah. really did. What a night! It was yeah. a mad night at Cray Cray on Tuesday. Um, I urge anybody, if you haven't been, um, those that have been and those that are involved would recommend it highly. But it uh, it ended with Angelos Epithemio in a one piece leotard, silver, singing to the Grange Hill theme tune. Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed it very much. Well, the the bit that I saw on your phone. Yeah, with his with his uh, with his leotarded tallywhacker. It wasn't a leotard. It had legs on it, didn't it? Yeah, leotards can have legs. It's not a leotard when you got legs on it. It's a cat suit. No, no, it was a silver. Okay, so it's like a silver. It's like one of those gimp suits you you can buy with the. Yeah. All that. Well, I I don't buy. I, I would like to state. I've never <laughs> bought a gimp suit in my life. Uh, shall we tell people? Uh, anyway, thank you to uh, thank you to Angelos for for uh, endorsing the pod. Uh, it's really nice that he listens. He does two podcasts himself. I should give them a go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will do. And they're uh, doing all right. I'm sort of in the same groove with the same podcast I listen to, so I need to. Broaden my horizons. Now, any better podcast uh, leaders like ourselves, and, and any any better ones would know the name of those podcasts, wouldn't they? Yeah, I know we're a bit, we're a bit, um, 
We're a bit localised. Yeah, 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 we are. Um, but, uh, yeah, check them out. If you've got a pod and you want us to be on it, uh, let us know. We'll branch out. Why would they want us to be on it? So they might want us to steal their listeners. Or they may want to steal our listeners. We've got to be careful in it's this game. Well, no, there's plenty of love to go around, yeah. I think. I think. Would you Would you go on one on your own, or would I have to be there with you? Whatever fits. I don't mind. It'd be do weird, one. wouldn't it? It'd be, weird. I, It'd be like like you're jumping into bed with someone else. Yeah, it would be a bit. But I think we could spread ourselves thin. I wouldn't know what to say anyway without you. I do. No, I'd be fine. But, oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I do think that pods that have got more than one person, more than two people on, are always a difficult listen. More than two. Yeah. Well, with interviews and yeah. a, an extra person in the uh, middle. Unless, unless they really know how to sort of. There's a, a predetermined protocol. Otherwise, there's, there's a couple I've listened to. They sort of shout across each other. And that's a bit of an yeah. bit of an annoying listening. But there's, there's others where they've obviously discussed how they're going to play it. Do you think is when three mates get together and say, "Let's do a podcast," and then after a while they think, "Well, we, we it would be better with two, but then they're stuck in the in the triptych. Do you think? It's a possibility. It is a possibility. There's one third wheeling and yeah. just chipping in. I wonder I, if that happens. I don't know. I mean, you'd probably prefer one just chipping in every now and then. If you, um, if, who would you have? If you could choose anyone to come and join us. Well, That's a tough question well, that we haven't rehearsed. For a threesome. Yeah. A pod threesome. Who would you like in the middle? Kerry Godleyman? <laughs> All right, um... In the middle, between us both. <laughs> Shall we tell everybody what's going on in our wonderful podcast, Pablo? Right. Oh, you're doing that unnecessary <clears throat> thing again. That worked out well last time. Okay. I'm not sure how that comes across to people with their <clears throat> iPods in their ears. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk, rather than be at each other's throats, competing for territory like crack Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with a joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. I love that. I love the way you just put the brakes on at the end and and then you just bring us down. Ready for a wonderful podcast. And it's like Angelos said at the start, you know, what could be better than two rival comedy promoters banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. It's beautiful. We're going to have a week roundup in a bit, aren't we? And then we're going to do what? Praise me. Yeah, a bit of comedy rumours. I've got one today. Walk forward slash your towels, are we? Yeah. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. That that, that that would be our first T-shirt. That, but and the next one, opinion horse. We haven't got much on that this week. We haven't. I was looking for something. I went on to Chortle, had a little look to see what we can wrestle up. I'll tell you what. I yeah, there might be something I can maybe yeah. chip in that that leads right. on from last week's yeah, opinion right. horse. Yeah. Hellfire and damnation and uh, contrition. Yeah, you got any apologies to make? Yeah, I have. I've been told to make one. Brilliant. I love that when that happens. And do you feel that you do need to? Or are you going to say, somebody's told me, but I'm not apologising? No, probably it would be fair enough. Has that old man from the gym been in touch? With his saggy old ass? No, he's not. I've not seen him. Okay. Mm. So, let's round up the week, Pablo. How's your week been? Mad. 
Absolutely mad. Excellent. Yeah, literally it's been really... Well, Well, you were there for some of it. Comedy-wise, we, um, uh, we did the double-up with uh, Paul the Cineman Sinha, um, doubling up at Southwold Arts Centre and Gorston's Ocean Room. Can I say, I think I saw probably... The best of WCB last weekend, didn't I? Or last weekend? Yeah, well, it's nice of you to say. It was epic, mate. To see it full like that and to see all the staff that they had on. What a well-run venue that is. Um, Well done, man, because it was really good and uh, the audience loved it. Um, Should also give a shout-out to some of the um, acts that were on. So at Southwold, we had John Mann MC. Uh, did a fantastic job as normal. And actually, we're drinking uh, some Red Church Brewery bottles of beer. Oh, lovely! Is this the is this the Red Church? You said you said to me, "Oh, John Mann's got a case of beer for me," and I thought, "Oh, nice! I'll be waiting for mine." Yeah, maybe, and maybe you meant to say for both of us. Well, maybe, oh, maybe that's what you meant to say. I think he will say that now. Yeah, I drank them all. I'm just wondering why you're his favourite. No, I'm, I'm not, not sure. He might have said both of us. Um, but anyway, right. So, so thank you, John. Yes. I'm enjoying this beer, whether it was for me or not. Yeah, cheers, John. Uh, so who else did we have on? We had uh, we had Noel James. Noel Noel was fantastic. People messaging me afterwards saying, "Yeah, oh that Welsh bloke was great." And I'm sure we, I'm sure we'd appreciate being called that Welsh bloke. Well, yeah, he's been a headliner for many years, uh, but he's you know fantastic. Been on Britain's Got Talent and uh, completely slayed it at both venues. People messaging us, and uh, Ben Briggs was fantastic as well. Um, Pam Ford was on top form. She was looking great as well. Yeah, she was. She's just so, come back from Australia. And again, getting loads of people from uh, Gorston telling me how great Pam was. Yeah. So she always does well. She lifted the room really well. Yeah. So, yeah, that was lovely to see. Uh, may I move on? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Yesterday evening, and I'm, I'm feeling a bit jaded, I was at Cray Cray Comedy and Music. I mentioned it earlier. Did I mention it earlier? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, about, with Angelos. Um, that was bonkers. I got back about two o'clock this morning, and then I've been teaching all day. So yeah, it's been a bit of a bit, bit, bit of a whirlwind. You look um, a bit Donald Duck. One of, one of the um, acts that was on was a a, a slightly later book. Um, was Ninia Benjamin? Oh yeah, yeah. And she rocked up. I'm familiar. And she's a force of nature. Yeah. But she fell off a bus. What last night? Yeah, before the gig. Oh wow. Um, she all right? Well, she had a properly busted ankle. It seemed. And I had to wheel her down the aisle towards the stage when she had to go on on an office chair. Oh, wow. And then she she was helped onto the stage. And then she'd sat down and proceeded. The adrenaline must have kicked in because she then proceeded to sing at the top of her lungs throughout her set. Two stories she had to a blues riff. And she sang the blues. And she was bloody brilliant. And she has been buzzing her knackers off ever since. Um... And she she was really, really stoked to have the opportunity to do it and was in her element. And honestly, you saw a really different side to her. I think everybody there would have seen a different side to her. And she loved it. She's still buzzing about it now. I've got to try and book Nina. Do, do. Yeah, she's fantastic. I don't don't know if you'll have a a band on and she'll sing the blues, but uh, she's brilliant anyway. But this was a a real opportunity for her to to do something different. And she loved it. Um, Yeah. Uh, what a night. Mark Simmons was on. He had another jazzy riff going on under his gags, and that worked a treat. I like Mark. He's, like, he's, he's very likeable. As well as being funny, his other superpower is just being likeable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he was lovely. Um, and Ian Smith was opening the show. 
But prior to that, Phil Nickel had uh, got the crowd warmed up, discovered that there was a 40-piece choir in the audience wow. who all stood up, sang Toxic by... Uh, did I send you the video of that starting no, bit? No, uh, well, I think I did. Uh, well, I tried anyway. Uh, they sang Toxic by Britney Spears. It, the whole audience was kicking off. It's and a then, track, that. Yeah, and then uh, they had the choir leader on stage directing them. It was bonkers, uh, with the band playing as well. And then, um, after that, the audience was absolutely going off their nut. Uh, and then they brought on poor old Ian Smith to uh, to then follow that. Yeah. <laughs> and he had to sing a bit as well. Or he, he had a song in his set. But did, he did, handled did they, it brilliantly. Did they all have to sing then? Well, they, like, they don't all have to sing. No, they can have a little bit of music under. Um, there's no pressure to do that. But um, anybody that recognises the opportunity to try something different yeah, well, absolutely loves it. And yeah. so we've had all sorts. Some of them do sing. Um, but no, they don't have to. But we highly recommend it. And right. sometimes you'll get like, you know, when you have these um, performance poetry yeah, um, yeah. artists who have a little jazz band in the back. And it really does set off people's material, if, especially if they're story, telling stories. But Mark Simmons used it brilliantly. Yeah. yeah. And the band are great. Yeah. Uh, David Timms was there. And we also had uh, Dale Davis right. uh, again. I was playing bass from Brilliant. the Amy Winehouse band. And um, you mentioned earlier, before we came on the pod, that Kerry Godleyman was poorly sick, not well. She was poorly sick, not well. And so on the morning, it's not one you like to wake up to on the morning of a gig. It but then, but then um, Angelos Epithemio um, stepped in and did a wonderful job. And yeah, it was one of those nights. And if anybody listening is up for that, June... Is the next one, the first Tuesday in June. Have you got a headline in there? Do you know yet? No, but I'll tell you what we have. No, that's still in the in the uh, making. But we do have, because here's a, here's a bit of news. Phil Nickel is off to Atlantic City. Um, he's got a, a year's contract at the Spiegel World. He won't mind me saying now because it's all happening. Um, and he's off. So Phil Nickel's off to America for a year. So anybody who uh, wanted to book him over the next 12 months is yeah. going to be unable to. What's I had him booked. World? What's that? It's a huge kind of cabaret type um, event. It, it's, yeah, it's a massive cabaret. It's, it's a huge all singing, all dance. And he's kind of the ringleader of it all, right. uh, the compare. But Good luck to Phil. Directed by Cal McChrystal. Um, who's a who's a big name? Does that, um, what what does that do do to your Craig Craig gig? That well, that's going? it. Yeah. Um, so well, I had Phil booked for for Shaft of Wit as well, and had to um, move that one. But um, for the Craig Craig, we're going to have guest MCs, and the first one in June is going to be Nick Helm. Oh, brilliant! He's going to be our first guest MC. We've got a few lined up. Um, I think um, yeah, we'll keep those under wraps for now. When you're on your way to London with your uh, bindle um, off there to yeah. the streets that are paved paved with gold, do, do, do you ever run through in your mind what if the MC doesn't turn up and I have to do it last minute and I'm brilliant? Does that ever play through your mind? Oh. Now tell the truth. No, the, no, it doesn't actually. Oh, it, it's way bollocks. that one is way beyond me. Bollocks! Yeah, you, you've imagined it. No, oh, and I do have to completely knock it out of the park, and then the next minute I'm on live at the Apollo. Oh no, no, oh, no! It that, could happen, Kay. Yeah, that's not me at all. It could happen. I mean, Kerry Godleyman was sick the other morning, and and like you could go there. You've got a standing MC, got the dates mixed up, and they go, "Oh, what are we going to do?" And you're like, "Well, I do a bit of MCing." No. Going, Oh well, you there know are what, too Kay? many. There, there's too much at stake for that. So it just wouldn't happen. It wouldn't. 
and I haven't even given it a thought. I think you'd be all right. To I know, be fair. I know you'd my place. Right. I know you'd, my. You'd place. be all right, mate. Honestly, I've seen you, MC. I'll see you tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah. That's very kind of you to say, but yeah. there are also people who've seen me, MC, who are like, <laughs> "You've got to be having a laugh." Yeah. Yeah. That well, happens. You, yeah. You've got much better as I've known you. But oh, anyway. lovely to hear. But yeah. no, I know my place, and cray cray comedy and music on the first Tuesday of every month is not my place. Um, oh. There are far better, more equipped people for that one. Yeah, uh, let's move on. Uh, wow, we did something, didn't we? Yes, we did, a, we, we did a Patreon episode for our Patreons, and we'll come on to this in a minute, because they've, they've doubled in size. <laughs> they, but have. They, they, they have. But what, what we did was we decided we'll have a... Uh, We'll have a we'll have a few pints and then do a cheeky little Patreon pod, and that's what we did. And if you're a if you're a Patreon, you 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 can go back and listen to what happens when we get five pints a bitter and we turn up. Actually, we were slicker than we did when we do this. We didn't actually we did half an hour. I didn't edit it. Nothing was edited. It was it was a bit slower. We were talking a bit oh, slower. It was funny to start listening <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah. So where's this going to go? Yeah. You, you might want to, if you've got a player that speeds it up ever so slightly. That might be worth doing if you if you if you are a Patreon. But it's a. Uh, but, you know, it just I, didn't need an editing at all. Well, we went out and I thought, well, let's have a couple of pints and then do the Patreon thing. And then you were like, no, let's have another. And then another. We ended up having five. And Five Pints In was the name of the Patreon episode. And I came back, I had Chinese, went to bed because I was, yeah, I was I was inebriated, Pablo, I don't mind t- saying. I've seen you less inebriated, less inebriated, you know, more. Okay. Uh, but then I woke up in the morning, not remembering anything we'd spoken about on the pe- on the Patreon podcast, and so it was quite a joy to listen back. Yeah, yeah, it was actually better than I imagined it would be. Yeah, it was a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, it just made me realise how much bloody noise is in my head normally. I mean, if you <laughs> few beers now, me, I'm like chilled out and really. Um... Uh, what, oh, you can tell me thoughts are really well ordered. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I have to be five pints in for that to yeah, happen. It's, it's going to become an expensive podcast. We need far more patrons we, to, to make that a reality, don't we? We, we, can't, we? we can't have five on every Patreon pod. I know you suggested it would be a good idea. No, I, I, I can't see that being sustainable. No, exactly. Yeah, but you was insistent on it. You kept saying it over and over. How dare you insinuate <laughs> that I did that? It was you all along. And you know what also happened? Um, I came back and in the morning I woke up to a text from the Angel Inn saying, oh, you didn't pay for one of your rounds. And I had to go back and pay for one of the rounds. You didn't pay for one of the rounds? Yeah. And the reason for that is because they were taking so effing long to... Pour the drinks, and we were just going, I'll order them. And they were going, yeah, we'll bring it over to you. And by that time, I just, yeah, we and four pints in, you forget to pay. But, yeah, so I went back and, uh, and paid for a round. Uh, but let's celebrate uh, something which we are very, very pleased about. And um, we've got two new patrons. I'm, I'm going to call them patrons. I'm sorry about that. Um, let's... That was a patron. What? That was a Patreon coming in. Uh, hang on a I minute. I saw it. Pop, for, for the list. Wait, wait a minute. This is live. This is live. It um, was in Outlook. It was in Outlook. And then... Patreon. Oops. Oh, no. So Peter Butler has commented on our post. Love this, Pablo. I can send you a link to your video if you want it. Thanks for the kind words. 
Ah, uh, he's, he's, he's heard it. Oh, yeah. isn't that nice? Yeah, I wouldn't mind the link, actually. Don't send it to Kai, for God's sake. What's the What's the video? You, you don't really don't remember, do you? I, I mentioned on, on a Patreon pod when we were talking, uh, we're talking about Pete Butler, when I was in open spot, he kindly filmed me. Okay. At, at, at St. George's Theatre. And, and it's an awkward spot. It's a, it's, it's a te- I give myself ten minutes, right? And there was a bit in it where where it was really awkward. I sort of nearly died, <laughs> but most of it was all right. But it was an awkward bit. And if I was watching, I'd be going, "Oh, I don't know about this." <laughs> yeah. Then I'd flick on to the next one. But but it's really really well filmed, and Pete Pete Pete, uh, Pete filmed it. So Beautiful. Send us a link, so I'll show it to you on my phone. That's lovely. Other than that, you won't see the light, light of day. So we've got two new patrons: Pete Butler and Rob Harley. Yeah. May I? Yeah, please do it. Pete and Rob, this is for you. We never get bored of hearing that sound. So thanks, Pete and Rob, for uh, for subscribing to the podcast. Uh, we will be putting some more bits and pieces in there as yeah. we go. Um, can't maybe comment on the regularity of that because we just don't quite know but uh now we're recording today on a wednesday and maybe we'll find time every other weekend or so, yeah, or, or more frequently who yeah, knows but thank you we're, we are so proud of that so if you'd like to uh become a patron uh you can go to www.patreon.com forward slash promoter mouths yes and that's where you find it and then all you do is sign up uh, we'd really really like a few more because oh, it, it's it's great. Oh, you can find us on the, the promoter mouse on Facebook, like the page, but it's pinned at the top. You just hit the link. Yeah, that's probably the easiest way, isn't it? Or the forward slash promoter mouse that works. Or, or to just type in the promoter mouse into. Uh, do, do you know Google. why I'm saying it? Why? I'm saying it because I hear some of the other big podcasts. They just say it. I was listening to Atletico Mints. Oh yeah, and they just give their um, full Patreon address. Out. Yeah, which is forward slash mints. Oh, right. So, so pa- patreon.com forward slash promoter mouse. Yes, please. The promoter mouse or promote mouse? Hmm? No, promoter mouse. Oh, right. Yeah, I kept it short and simple. Oh, because right. before it was the underscore promoter underscore mouths. Oh, not, that, not for Google. That's not one, is it? No. So, promoter mouse, all one word. Uh, yeah, nice one. Come at us, patrons, and you can get a fanfare like Pete and Rob. They, I bet they're enjoying that. Yeah, but they are, and and also smile they, on they, their they, face. They've listened to the uh, um, half hour. Oh, yeah, and uh, should say got a nice message from Sai as well. Who enjoyed that uh, episode? Yeah. Let's move on to praise B. Yes, let's do that. Um, so you, you've put Miss Emmy and the Funky Feet winners. Yeah, this put a smile on my face. I don't know if you know Miss uh, Miss Kai or Miss Emmy, as she is known to her dance colleagues, uh, teaches dance at the Funky Feet School of Dance and Performing Arts in London, oh. uh, in Chedcrave, sorry. And uh, it's a wonderful little school of uh, dancers, are very very well supported. And they went off to a national or regional heat of something called Can You Dance, which is a big dance convention. And there's a little group of eight of them, and they're up against big groups of dancers. And they got a wild card through to the finals, the national finals Brilliant. Um, in Liverpool. And I'm very proud of my Miss Emmy yeah. and well, the girls well done, for doing that. My daughter was one of them as well. Um, and, yeah, and I put it out there on Facebook, maybe a bit prematurely, actually, because 
Um, it got loads of love, and I thought, this is great. And there was hundreds of people saying, well done, well done, well done. But then the school put one out shortly after, and I thought, oh, we might jump the gun there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. stealing thunder. Keep it out there. Yeah. So, yeah, so at least then. And then what I did was after I had about 150 people saying they like it, I then put an advert out for Shaft of Wit Comedy. I thought, yeah, you're all going to see this one today, aren't you? I did that. <laughs> I, I posted for an act yesterday. And, and I put a link, because you're not only allowed to put links to podcasts on some of these pages that yeah. all the industry sees, but I, I, I put it as a footer now. Oh, sweet. So, so yeah, it keeps it. coming up, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah. So like I need an act, and there's promoter mouse. Lovely. You've put lovely headliners. Yes. We had, um, well, as mentioned earlier, we had the uh, lovely Paul Sinha um, uh, do our Southwold and... Uh, uh, Golston Ocean Room gig, and you, 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 you've met him before. He's met you a couple of times, hasn't he? Before, mm. um, and the, I, I met him. I wasn't quite. You're never quite sure what to expect from a headliner, but nine times out of ten, I've noticed they are really lovely, uh, and you know, it, it genuinely seems to be the way they are. Um, so it's always pleasant, and actually, with Paul, he, he's he did. I don't often go on my way to sort of say it. This just struck me as as a um, a lovely guy. Very very different kind of uh, charisma to what you see on on the chase. Much more humble backstage and and easier to get on with. But there was a lovely moment actually at, uh, backstage near Ocean Room. I was wearing a t shirt with a Arthur Daly on there. And somebody remarked upon it, oh, who's that any T-shirt? And then, uh, yeah, I think it was Paul that shipped in and said, it's Arthur Daly. And Pam Ford was there. He said, oh, Arthur Daly. I said, do you know Arthur Daly? And I thought, let's get a bit of a quiz going. I said, what's the name of the pub he used to go to then? And she she was straight on it. Yeah, I thought, I thought the cinnamon's going to jump what, Pam? in. Pam? Pam was straight on it. She said, ah, oh, yeah, it's the Winchester. And she's Australian, so I don't know what her sort of 80s cultural references are like in the yeah. UK. So she beat him. In a head-to-head, did she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, yeah, she did. <laughs> when I when I first met him, he came in, did a sound check. This was a few months back, January, and then went off and did a quiz for like a it's a national quiz competition. Yeah, I've and seen they that. they just sit in a room. It's not like a proper pub quiz with loads of people around sharing it. They sit in a room with two teams, and that's it. And then they ask the or, questions, or and then hardcore quizzing. And there's a league and everything. And he's on a league with some other bloke. And I think the other team had a couple of other chasers and a few eggheads. He's normally in the top five, isn't he? Yep. Sometimes top, like number one. They take it very seriously. Yeah, very seriously indeed. The final one we've got on praise B. I've got Pex Bowling. Yes, I never made it. You didn't. I I tickled you for it. I ended up popping down there just to give out some flyers for gigs and things and meet people. But what unpleasant English market town thing to do. Yeah, go bowling on a Sunday morning. There were about 60 people down there. And he's done all this um, new sort of decking sort of seating area in the car park overlooking the green. It looked wonderful. There were loads of people there all having a lovely old jolly time bowling and honestly that is yeah you don't get that everywhere but it was really nice to stumble into that and uh yeah we live up the road from it and they're they're turning bowls into quite a cool little sport well that that'll remain to be seen i guess but yeah (laughs) yeah it's a yeah it's a game of bowls isn't it um the reason why i didn't go bowling was that i was a little bit cloudy headed from the night before i went out in lowestoft 
So we we went went again to the karaoke at a pub called what was it called? The Welcome, it's called. And and the the we also went to the curry house again. See, I met John Mann. And this is why I wanted to say this, because John Mann was asking me about curry houses in Lowestoft, because he goes to the Lowestoft Sound Dory, it's won all the awards. Mm. He said, where else would you go? And I couldn't think of it at the time. And the one to go to is Lounge India. He said, it's, it, nobody else goes in there. It's, Controversial. It, it's really nice. It's the nicest food, I think, the nicest Indian food in uh, Lowestoft. So I wanted to give Lounge India another shout-out, but specifically because John Mann was asking me, where, where to go for an Indian in Lowestoft? When, so. when are we going to start cashing in on this, what we're doing here, which is bigging up, bigging up restaurants? I bet somebody is going to be local, listens to this and goes to that restaurant. I, I think we need to start getting some free meals. Well, we need a bit of sponsorship. I tell you what, Sai and Lisa, they uh, after we spoke about the Weed and Ferry and going off to the different pubs there, yep. they did that yep. after listening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's our slice of this pretty pie? I think you've got to be patient. You've got to, you've got to hold back a little bit. We're baking a pie yeah. now. It's not quite ready. We'll take it out of the oven and we'll have all the sponsorships, all the Patreons and all the freebies. I'd be happy with just some free poppadoms from the Raj. I've got some free poppadoms. Yeah, I know. And that's yeah. what's disappointing me. Maybe yeah. maybe that's one, one for me, one for you. I went, I went there this weekend as well. I've been around, and, and, Mate, and also your cholesterol must be through the roof. You can tell me. Also, I've been to Posh Pigs, right? Went, went to Posh Pigs, and I went to Cafe Thirty Three again in in Norwich. That is the best breakfast, Cafe Thirty Three. Yeah, yeah, really is nice. Well, where's our free breakfast? That's the second time you mentioned them. Yeah. I, I'm not happy. I'm not happy at all. <laughs> Let's move on to comedy rumors. Forward slash shit housery. Yeah, yeah, yes. yes, yes. What have you got here then, Pablo? Um, I don't want to read it until you, you said you've put. You've put red wine <laughs> Karens. Yeah, and and I will say in, in brackets I've put boring. And the reason why I've done this is is because... It, you know I had a text about this. Did you? Was it a red wine Karen? It, it, well, they were they were appalled by the use of the term red wine Karens. Uh, uh, who, who was it? Same person that complained previously about your ageist remarks. Oh, you're I, not telling me who this I is. I can't tell you who it is. Well, anyway. Because, you know, she's in the parish council. Right. Oh, I see. Let's move on. Right, okay. I think I know what you mean. Yes. Well, and, well, as long as you're not a red wine, Karen. Um, what, what it is, right, at comedy nights, whenever anybody's being a bit rude and kicking off now, nine times out of ten, it's a woman, late 40s, to any age in their fifties, just just banging on, and I had another one at Southwold. Um, it was a uh, it was while Ben Briggs was on, and uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> he was back. The thing is with Ben, it can be a bit edgy, and sometimes it can sort of split a crowd. And uh, anyway, there's a the lady sat sort of three or four seats from the front, and John Mann notably said, "Look, uh, keep an eye on her." And, uh, and I thought, oh, God. And I've, I've not got the skill set to 
eject somebody or ask somebody to not be quiet. I'm not great at it. Okay. I, I'm either really meek or really, really ferocious. So I have to get somebody else to do it for me. And I've never had a problem with Southwold. At Gorston, they've got, got actual bouncers who yeah. are trained. They've got alpha males for that. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Don't, I don't come under that category. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Southwold, I mean, I think what it is as well, when you get a TV headliner, you've got a lot of people to turn up to go up at the celebrity who don't really know the rules of comedy. So there's more chance of this happening when when they turn up and they've not been before. There was somebody at the uh, at the Ocean Room gig, if you don't mind me just saying, and she sat down and she was going, "So who is it?" And they were going, "It's Paul Sinner." Who off the chase? Oh, what the main bloke, the one that introduces it? No, who is it then? Paul Sinner. Oh, n- not the main bloke then. Just just turn around and yeah. look at the stage. Yeah, ex- drink, yeah exactly. Drink your snaps. But anyway, Ben Ben was in full flow, and this woman was like wrestling around and whatever. I mean, some of the content of this stuff is, is uh, it sort of reminds me a little bit of this. What's the name of that Australian comedian? Uh, Okay. Oh yeah, he's, yeah the yeah. Australian comedian. You know the the, the Aussie guy, um, ex comedy store. Oh, oh. was once attacked. Yeah, he'll oh. come, come to me. No, but his his uh, his set and his patter sort of reminds me. It's uh, it can sometimes people people can be a bit what's scatological. His name, what's his name though? Come on, because that that that's you can't leave that one hanging. Jeff. What's he look like? Well, he's Australian. Okay, so he's got a hat with corks hanging down. <laughs> no, he's got he's got dark hair. Jim Jeffries, that's the guy. <laughs> Jim Jeffries. Yeah, yeah. So, so he, you know, and also the thing is with Ben, he he looks although he's a lovely bloke, he looks a bit of a thug, which I'm sure he won't mind me saying. I'm thinking sort of probably going for that a little bit. Um, anyway, this woman took a real dislike to him, absolute dislike, and she sat there. She went. Boring. <laughs> what? Really rude. Well, whilst he was on whilst stage. Whilst he was on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, he done what he really well. He he he, he, he said, excuse me. He said, anybody else? Anybody else paid twenty pounds to come in and see this lady sat at the front? And everybody started laughing and clapping and what have you. And then she sat there with a sulky face, and eventually she wondered. She, she, Did she, she come she, back after the interval? She went off in a big harumph. You've put. <laughs> you've put. Self-important, complaining toss bags. What's that, Pablo? You do get them, don't you? You, you do. I've got to be really careful here because I, I'm going to talk around this a little bit. But um, when the situation... Uh, try, think, try not talking around it. Go on, go for it. No, I've got to be careful. I've got to maintain my relationships with venues. <laughs> and, and given that this particular... <laughs> oh, oh this toss bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I've got to be really careful. I've got, I, and so I'm going to speak in broad terms. But I had a complaining toss bag. Um, that's probably a bit disrespectful. No, it's not. Oh, I suppose he's allowed to... Yeah, okay, okay yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it is a bit disrespectful. But having said that, then... <laughs> He tried to. Um, he, he did complain like a complaint. He, he did behave like a complaining tossback. So it's, you, it's one thing to have a complaint; it's another thing to go about it the way he did. Do you want me to relay how, how I see it? Yeah, we might not be able to leave it in. Well, we can. I think um, we, well, a comedian said something which upset one member of the audience. That member of the audience complained to you, and you said, "Well, let's deal with it after the gig." Um, in terms of you know more formally, if you've got a complaint to make. He went away. Not only did he complain to you, but he also complained to the agent of the Headline Act to try and derail that relationship and made some really unpleasant comments related to the act and 
his um, and his situation um, in terms of it was a joke related to can I say the Holocaust? Yeah, yeah. and it was one line in in a, th- a three hour gig um, that just upset him enough to really just try and throw his toys out of the pram. One out of four hundred and fifty people complained, yeah. and it, yeah, it's well, but, very well put, Kai. We probably can leave that. Yeah, in. but he 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 sort of overplayed his hand a little bit. And as the well, person but. has a little bit of weight in the venue and thought that this was his opportunity to really sort of um, throw his little bit of weight around. Just stress you don't need. Really, just, yeah, you don't need. really yeah. not not necessary. And you know, a simple "I didn't like that," an apology or whatever. But he's just tried to censor get you to censor all your comedians in future and that's not going to happen i think he felt he had a little bit more weight after a few glasses of red i think he probably got a bit intoxicated by the whole thing yeah it really did um and i think your response to him probably didn't help on the night which was i'm not dealing with you now well, there's no way, as I said... He wanted to have it out there and then, didn't he? As I and said I to you that... moments ago, I've only got really sort of two speeds. So, and, yeah. I, and I know this, so I, I, I pushed him back. Uh, yeah, and I'd have probably felt the same way and just did, been sincere and just sort of... Did, did, did you know the really annoying thing about that? I was about to hand out a load of promoter Miles flies because I told everybody I was about to do that and he completely derailed me. Mm. And, and he said that and I didn't hand any out. I just, yeah, we had our, our I, highest I daily did, listens. I did wonder. But you know, maybe it's getting out. Here. No, it's not. It, it it seems genuine. I've I've, I've analysed the data, and it looks like we are on the up. I mean, it comes in little waves, but it, yeah, yeah. Have little peaks and troughs. A lot of people saying they love it, but anyway, going going back to what you were saying, I hope it gets resolved, and I, yeah, I, no, I, I'm pretty well, sure you're safe because you're the man bringing in 250 people well, into a venue that would otherwise potentially uh, be struggling. Let's hope it's a, I, I found it was a learning experience for me, if I'm being honest, and I hope everybody else has, uh, shares that. That's, what, that's the way I like to view these things. Lovely. You've put... Um, you put constantly... Disapp- no, no, no. Consistently disappointing agents, right? Now, I won't read the brackets, but basically, I've dealt with an agent on two separate occasions. One agent who has approached me with acts that they have when I've called for acts. And I've said, yeah, I'll have that act. And they've said, great, we'll stick it in the diary, right? And on both of those occasions, one happened a few weeks ago um, and one happened this week. Uh, The first one, I then went and said, great, um, this is in the diary. And they said, no, they're not actually available after all which was disappointing, and I just went on and found somebody else. But this particular one was like, yep, 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 it's in the diary, right? Sent them the details, and then they came back and said, oh, it's quite far, we'll we'll see if we can get a driver for this one, because we thought there was an act coming down, so we'll we'll try and get an open spot to drive. Um, And then three days later, heard nothing, then it was the bank holiday weekend, and I'm like... I need to get an answer on this. Oh yeah, oh, we're, we're trying. They jumped in a bit sharpish without checking with the act. And then, and then today, um, I just pushed them on. I said, I need to know. It's on Friday this gig. They then turned around and said, Oh, we tried really hard, but we couldn't. Sorry about that. I can put an advert on the Facebook pages. And I thought, oh, I could do that. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm not going to name the agent. I'm not going to use that agent again. In fact, yeah. I really must check whether Don Biswas could do my gig in the, in June. You better rush on over there and find out, mate. 
parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave, brackets. Oh, oh I, I think I do that so much more genuinely than you. <laughs> Can we try it? Come on, you try it. Okay. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave, in brackets. Local bit. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. You do your local bit. Local bit. Local bit. They're not the same. The same. Okay, let's not tell the listener who's saying it, and let's see if they can work out who's saying it. Ready? Hang on. Local bit. Local bit. Yeah, you see? <laughs> You're saying it like you've got a mouthful of plums. Local bit. <laughs> you've put secret drain on High Street. What's yeah. that all about? Well, whilst we were out on s- Sunday... We were in the Swan briefly. Do you, do you remember that? Um, I vaguely remember it. I remember meeting some pleasant people um, who bought some tickets, actually, uh, yeah, for my yeah. gig. Um, we were we were working. And may I thank you, by the way, because you've been very supportive of my rather uh, slow gigs this week. And you stuck a thing on your, your, e- on your email, um, which was above and beyond what any other promoter would probably do. But then also, you know, you've been tickling people in elbowing them in the pub and um Get down to the comedy it, it's all helped because i went from nine tickets on saturday for a gig which is this fr- um, this friday to 40 yeah well, you know and um it just yeah it's well, just nice to, that people have got you back. i'm not saying you sold me 31 tickets i like to think so <laughs> no that that didn't happen <laughs> let, let me be clear about that no but it's it's just lovely that you're not you know you're just getting getting on it and because simon gibbs was one of them yeah, with his nice Gibbsy arms. Gibbsy with his nice oh, did arms. He, did he buy someone? He in? did. Yeah, yeah. but not until the discount was sorted. <laughs> so <laughs> he used the discount, did he? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't working in the pub, and then the uh, next day. But I, I honestly thought I'd missed a trick there because he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to buy him now," but it was only giving him a discount off of one ticket, right. and then I had to work out that it gives you a discount off of all the tickets. I had to flick the switch basically. Anyway, and I thought I've missed a chance there because he's not going to wake up in the morning and remember that conversation. Right. But sure enough, he did. Yeah, he got his nice arms out and he did. Yeah, so I'll see oh, you on well Friday. Done. Yeah, well done. Uh, nice. Well, so secret so, chains. So, so whilst whilst we're up there, there was a chap. There's two chaps I was talking to. I, I, one of them starts going, "I tell you what, you want to talk about on your pod? It's those magic secret j- drains on the high street, <laughs> right?" I was like, "What?" And his mate was going, oh, like rolling his eyes, going, "Oh, here we go." He's like, honestly, the, the, there's, there's a bit of brickwork by a garden, and there's a grass behind the brickwork, and there's a drain coming out of the brickwork to like, alleviate the water pressure okay. behind, right? It's perfectly normal. Well, this guy finds it absolutely fascinating. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, when he's walking past it, his name's Rob, right? I made a note of his name. When he's walking past <laughs> it with his mates, he, he stops them all and goes, here it is, what's this for? What's this for? <laughs> Seems to think it's like like from Kidnani or something. <laughs> he's like, it's magic. You know, I don't know if he's expecting little pixies to dance out of it. Oh, he, bless old Robo. Yeah, on, on a full moon or something. But yeah, yeah, so he said, yeah, you want to put that in your pod? Well, Rob, I bloody did. Yeah, how do you think it went, though? What? Um, putting it in the pod, how do, how do you think that's gone? Do you think it's added to the pod? Added a bit of texture. I think if Rob doesn't now become a patron... Oh, um, you'll see where you're going then, with Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. Um, that would be magic. Rob didn't seem to me like a drain man, To you know. I think he didn't seem to me like the sort of man that points out drains. 
Randomly. He is. He clearly is. He yeah, no, he didn't first at me. Like, he, his, his eyes sort of glazed over and he said, honestly, mate, it's like a pipe coming out of a wall. Like like, like it was like something special, you know. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that happened. Thanks, Rob. Thank, thanks for thinking of the pod. A picket horse. Which we have nothing on. So. Oh, meme sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of, uh, I, th- I, th- I think meme sharing, when it's political, I think that's really dangerous. Because it's really easy. If you see it, you see a really um, multi-tiered, nuanced argument and it's boiled down into something a bit wanky like stop the dinghies or something like that. Mm. And then somebody just shares it and then everyone goes, yeah! And it, it, it's boiled down into a really simple thought, which very often just breeds a bit of hatred. There's a group... And, 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 and you know, if you're sharing memes, just maybe... Fair enough if, if it's... Uh, Purpose, the purpose of the meme is, is to make people laugh and nothing else, then, then fair enough. But if it's anywhere near political, be careful sharing it because it, it's doing your thinking for you and yeah. and very often these subject matters are often much more nuanced than than the simplistic meme. And he goes, uh, share if you agree. And you think, oh, bollocks. Yeah, yeah, They're right. just... just Wholesale, taking a whole opinion and passed it off as their own. Well, we um, we talked on a slightly different uh, subject here. We talked last week in Opinion Whores about Barry Humphreys. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the latest news is he's going to have a state funeral good for in him. Australia. Yeah, good for him. The Australian Prime Minister is said he's done a huge amount for Australia um, over the years and, and brought a lot of uh, happiness to a lot of people. Yeah, well, um, overlooking some of the comments that he has made though in the past, and not having apparently um, he's not aware of that stuff going on. He won't be. He's dead. No, I'm talking about the prime minister. Oh, I see. No, well, he might well be. Seem- well, as I said to you last time, like you, you and I have got different opinions on things. Doesn't mean you know. It, it, if you've got 100 opinions, you've got one I don't like, it doesn't mean I have to sort of throw you under the bus. I just go, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that opinion, out of all the, all the opinions that person has. So, I'm Give, so what, Name an opinion that I've had that you don't like. I, f- I think I think you're a, a little bit dramatic about curtains. <laughs> Always banging on about curtains. And also, you get a bit pious about people's posters for gigs. Okay. Yeah. That's because you once... Produced shit posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite literally, I, I, I had a shitty dog in one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So okay. Swift. Oh, if, if those are the only Sorry, things, Arthur. if they're the only things you disagree with about me, that's nice. Uh, I can go with that. That's quite a gentle way, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just trying to make a point. Really, it's all right to have, you know, opposing opinions. Yeah, yeah. On one or two things, we don't need to fall out and start cancelling each other and. Getting people sacked. I'll be honest, there was or, a... Or, or complaining to headliners, managers. Uh, yes, right. During the um, during the depths of, of lockdowns, when everybody was airing their kind of opinions on Facebook... Everyone went mental then, didn't they? They did. And this is an example, and I, I kind of regret it, uh, but, you know, it's water under the bridge, really. There was, um, there was one act that used to be posting loads of stuff. We used to interact and used to laugh at each other's stuff and, and, and have, have, a, have a good relationship as friends. I would never met. Uh, it was a, a quite a popular act, actually. Um, 
Um, but I'd never met him, never seen him live. But we we sort of had this interaction online. Anyway, I said something like, and I said, if somebody has this, if somebody thinks this, then please just done from you know, there's that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, when it when it was, but you, you wrote that. I wrote that. It was kind of look. If if this is what you think, then just unfriend me. And and this act came up and said, well, that's kind of what I think. So where does that leave us? And I I I just oh, I just went oh screw it and then blocked him, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then a few months back, a few months later, and it might have been a year later, I was looking through my block list and I thought, why did I block them? You know, when you look down, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, that, that name's come up. Anyway, I unblocked them. I don't think we've become friends again. Uh, purely because I'm a bit embarrassed about it. But that's just the way I felt at the time. And I yeah. just went through it. It's like, well, it, it cuts both ways. But if, if if you say something like that and you don't stick with it, you know, yeah. it, it was a little bit like that. And I, I feel slightly embarrassed by it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't care. I think to some extent during lockdown, a lot of us made a bit of an idiot of ourselves. And I think I did. And also I found myself... I found my online behaviour being reflected in others, and I thought, Christ, am I like that? I need to wind my neck back in. Um, because everybody was all about bloody educate yourselves, Black Lives Matter, and falling out over wearing masks and all of this. And it was such a stressful Toilet time. rolls. Yeah, all of that. I mean, that's, everything, everything had a little I, twist to I, it. I, I went it? out my way to make jokes about stuff in the end and just keep everything positive because it, it, Facebook was such a hard place. And, and I unfollowed an awful lot of people through, through then. And, and also, because of the whole episode... I've definitely grown grown up a little bit with my social media and stuff. Yeah. Exp- I mean, I hardly express opinions anymore uh, on, on on social media because yeah. it never really ends well, does it? It doesn't end well know. because you then discover that there are people that you respect who, who don't agree with it. And actually, when you really look at it, do I believe it that much to really want to announce it to the world? It's kind of like it's all right between two two mates down the pub. We'll probably forget it by the by the fourth yeah. pint. But yeah, you're not shouting at the telly. You're potentially broadcasting to hundreds of people, and all it takes is one of those people to get the get the arsehole with you. And yeah. Before you know where you are, you're falling out with somebody, and you're feeling a bit bad about yeah. being on on social media. But there are some acts that I used to get on very well with, and um, but numerous occasions, and considered to be friends as far as you know. Um, or are they acquaintances anyway, who went a bit nuts during lockdown. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. There's one Canadian comedian who uh, is now who used to live down in Devon who now lives over over, over this way, yeah. who went bonkers All right. and started saying some really unpleasant stuff and then doubling down on it when anyone disagreed with what he said. Yeah. And just... Uh, yeah, it looked like a it looked like a cry for help, but but it wasn't an easy time for anybody, was it? At dark times, I'd say. Oh, social media... Double-edged sword during that time. Yeah, but let's just say you don't see him on many lineups nowadays. Yeah, well, that's a shame, isn't it? I mean, you know, we're missing out if, if they have a talent. You know what I mean? I don't think we are missing out on this occasion. Oh well. well. Um, people listening will know who I'm talking about. I think just based on the information I've given. Um, but give, give, the, the rules are: make up a false name for him. Okay. Yeah, go on. Um, we'll call him Dave Dumbbell. Yeah. All right. Okay, um, Dave Dumbbell yeah. used to live in Devon. Now lives in over these areas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I sort of reached out and said, "Mate, you know this isn't the this isn't the Dave Dumbbell I know." And he said, "Yeah, well, whatever. Bye, bye." Was it? <laughs> that was it. Well, that's the thing, wasn't it? I mean, COVID was caused by five G, wasn't it? With some of them. Yeah. And they're taking it really seriously. No, you know, but 
but he he had um, people going around uh, destroying like five G towers. Remember? Yeah, but he there he was calling he was calling nurses the C bomb. I think he screwed his career right up there. Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged, or where we think someone or something should be. Uh, do you know, are you familiar with the concept for Kit Wanker? No. You're not really a football man? No. Nope. Occasionally you see them. And actually, I'm not sure they should be thrown into the pits of hell. I, I always, I Why always... did you put them in then? Well, Have you had a second opinion since we've started this? It's a bit like uh, wolf fleece. You know people who wear wolf fleeces? When you spot them, you go, oh, I've seen one. Yeah. Wolf fleeces? Like, yeah. You're familiar with... Do you know what wolf fleece is? No. Oh, you're not seeing it. Well, there's a page on Facebook called Wolf Fleece Police, right? And people who wear wolf fleece, which they probably caught, bought off the Sunday market, there's like got a massive wolf on them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, seen, you've seen those yeah. clothes. I mean, like, they're, they're ridiculous items of clothes, right? Well, I don't know. They, they, if, they, they almost look Native American in their... Yeah. Look, if you wear one, there's every chance... That it, a bit like parking like a twat in Cheddar and... Uh, Lord and the Chedgrave. If you wear a wolf fleece, you're going to wolf fleece, please. There's actually a page for it. I must look out and see if there's a full kit wankers page. What a full kit wankers is, it's a football fan, not not content just to wear the, the shirt. They wear the, the, the uh, socks and the shorts as well when they're sort of rocking around the place. Okay. I saw one in uh, Morrison's in Beckles the other day. And it, and it reminded me, oh, yeah, full kit wankers. He might have just been on his way to a football match. It, 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 no. Well, even then, you're not wearing... No, no. It was, a, it was an old man. There's no way this guy was uh, playing football. Sunday league? No. Okay. No, he definitely wasn't. He didn't have the physique of anything like anybody who would play football. But it's a, it's a thing. Trust me, full kit wankers. Google it. And you'll see people taking pictures of... I once saw a whole family of uh, 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 full kit wankers in North Wales. I was, like, absolutely astounded. All wearing Liverpool kits, obviously. Socks and shorts. Socks and shorts. The whole family just rocking around North Wales, wandering around wearing the full kit. I mean, they weren't obviously playing football. They were, like, you know, a mother and a father and sort of two lads and a little girl all wearing the same stuff. But if, whilst I put it in, uh, why why should they go in? Can can people wear what they want? Yeah. Since they, when did you? Yeah. <laughs> so when did you become Gok one of the? Like, like, of if the you're fans. wearing a full football kit, kit, especially as a grown man, when when you were a kid, if you're a ten year old kid, fair enough. But if you're like you're a grown man walking around, who are you to decide what people wear? Stop being contrary. Sam okay. Smith, for example. Oh, don't get me started. You sent me another picture of him, didn't you? Did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did. This will wind him up. Yeah. Oh, no, no but but people can wear what they want. There is contrary, and there's like, just leave them alone. Let them wear what they want. Who, who are you to judge them? Yeah. I well, think I've just changed you. I could see then you were like, actually, yeah, you're the, right. What is the point of this bit? What, Hellfire and Damnation? Yeah. Uh, this is where we get judgmental. We'll, we'll we come get, on to the point of this we, bit we, when we, we get to the slate plates. We, we get a bit judgy on this bit. Yeah. That's the whole bloody point. You, you got, don't you like let it people out. wearing the kit of their team. Not well, they can wear the shirt, right? Yeah. But don't wear the full kit. That's a bit wanky. Sorry. It is funny, and I like to see it. It makes me laugh. But that's 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 for my reasons. All right. Anyway, it's very much like the next one. 
grown men on skateboards. We, I mean, again, it's like the, it's like seeing a, a wolf fleece. We were walking through uh, the the park on the way to the pub. Yeah, weren't we? Right. And what did we see? We, we saw, saw some thirty year old men at least. Rocking around on skateboards. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not what you said. There is nothing. That's not wrong. what you said. No, they are probably really good at it. I, you, I'm sure the word pedo came out of your mouth. Uh, no way did it, that come out of my mouth. It did. No. You're not telling me. Like, no, the word pedo came into your head. No. I don't have a problem with grown men on skateboards, Pablo. Was that after four pints? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that that might be the reason then, because I see, I I look on, uh, if you look online at people who are highly skilled in skateboards, BMX and stuff, they are in their 30s. They're absolute legends. That's not happening around here. This is London. This is in a kid's park. These are actual adults. Yeah, and there were a few of them together. Yeah, exactly. Doing (laughs) doing stunts and stuff. I used to be into BMXing. I used to be a BMX bandit. Yeah, when you were a kid, right? BMX boys have a lot of fun riding their bicycles in the sun. You remember that? I you, you weren't a BMXer, were you? We sang a different song. I, I can't remember, but it's something about bumming. Oh, dear. But anyway. All right. So, yeah, I, I, I suppose grown grown men on skateboards, yeah, does they had beards and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, but yeah. But they were pretty good. They could pop an ollie as, as the terminology goes yeah it's a bit odd isn't it it's, it, it's as, as long as ollie doesn't What's pop home and tell his mum for fuck's sake you've put rogue asda deliveries yes yeah well this is mrs pablo this is what she did this morning right let, let, let me let, let me very quickly take you through and then i'll read out her rant on her on Facebook afterwards. She had a little run. I knew she was going to do it. Just getting ready to go to work, right? And she says to me, oh, what time are you leaving? I got out of the shower. I said, literally, when I'm dressed, I'm going to be leaving. She said, oh, I've, I've got the Asda delivery turn up any second. I was just about to go in the shower. Don't want it to come whilst I'm in the shower. All right, okay, well, I'm still getting dressed. You pop in the shower quickly and hopefully, you know, it'll all sort itself out. The next minute, the dog starts bloody barking. There's obviously somebody downstairs. So I pull on my strides and I'll finish unbuttoning my shirt and got down to the bottom of the stairs. Uh, my future stepson is uh, trying to keep the dog away from the Asda man and the Asda man's, like, pushed a load of crates of stuff into the doorway. So we've got to empty the crates, keep the dog away and let the man go. And this is what we did. And we hadn't ordered it, we didn't have a clue. Anyway, we did that. Um, I went upstairs just to get my keys, about to leave... By which time, Mrs. Pablo had come back downstairs again. Uh, the man had gone, the crates had gone, the f- food and all the p- provisions are all sort of laid out in the kitchen. The next minute, she's royally kicking off. Proper, proper kicking off. This was there a receipt? This is, what am I going to do with this? How am I meant to cook with that? A proper, proper going on. I thought, oh, Christ, wow. oh, what's going on here? She takes her deliveries very seriously. Well, well yes, she does. Let me read this out for you. I am livid, exclamation mark. Just got my Asda delivery, which I ordered, as I literally don't have time to go shopping. Ordered salmon and harissa paste for dinner tonight. Received bassa fillets and tahini. Oh. No idea, absolutely no yeah, idea. That's a ridiculous exchange. It is, I have no idea what they are. What is the point of substituting something completely different 
Three exclamation marks. I tell you what, there was a lot more exclamation marks if you were there. I don't, you don't need to read on much, but also, I Also, they didn't sign. even tell me they had done this. And there's 45 comments. 45 comments. I mean, this morning... You won't get a promoting for you, mate. Yeah, and no, I've said this before. <laughs> Honestly, literally. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, the, the, a bassa fillet, bassa is like a, a white fish, and tahini is like a, a, a some sort of sesame paste or whatever. Yeah. Um, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That's not Harissa and Salmon. You had a real treat prepared for you in her mind. Well, to be fair... She You've had, had white fish and nut sauce. She didn't cook that in the end. Okay. When I, when I, was, I was tempted to sort of suggest, you know that ready-steady cook when he just gives some ingredients and it makes something out of it? I was, I was going to say, rattle those pots and pans and get on with it. <laughs> I thought, no, I'll end up... <laughs> that wouldn't have gone down yeah, well. Death by fucking... Rolling pin I find pan. I find these delivery things when you do the supermarket delivery really stressful because Mrs. Kai does the order and then she puts strict instructions that she does not want any replacements and any she, any yeah. any replacement products right because what they do is they'll say oh we've got this and it's like 80 tea bags for the price of 40 but then they'll say we didn't have that so you've got your 40 tea bags for example yeah, or yeah. they'll do other stuff minor point but then he turns up and I've got to tell him, no, take all the replacement items back. And I, that just feels wrong on the doorstep because you know they're going to end up going either in the bin yeah, or yeah. whatever because they've come out and gone back again. You know, or they'll, they'll have, yeah, it doesn't matter, but it, it does stress me right out getting the delivery to the door. And then they bring the crates and then you've got to empty the crates into yeah, bags yeah. or onto the floor. Do you tip them as well? No. Is that a thing? You meant to tip them. You don't tip I, the, I, I always feel as you should. I don't. Yeah, well, you got tagged in this post. Did he see it? Ross Downs, Paul Dunn, Kai Barron. Sounds like one for the promoter house. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When you order salmon and you get bassa, first world problems right there. I mean, it's not wrong. When you order salmon and you get bassa, somebody else's fault. Well, if you've got tahini there, you can. What you can do with that is you can make yourself some lovely hummus. What is tahini? It's like I said. It's like a paste made out of. I think it is. Is it sesame paste? It's not. It's, it's not peanut butter. Um, anyway, you mix it with, with um, garlic, tahini, lemon and chickpeas and you've got yourself hummus for a fraction of the cost. When the weather gets a bit hot, I end up with a very dry, nutty paste. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. Right. I've put... You've put... Slate plates. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, hellfire and damnation. Yeah. Um, it's a bit, it is a hack thing to put in there, I reckon. Well, yeah, but it's still happening. I can't believe places still do it. Yeah, they do, don't they? Places that have got a lot of money invested in their business and they, they stick your food on a, a, a roof tile. Or a fucking shovel or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stop it. Still goes on. Stop it. People want plates. Yeah. They don't want things balanced on a slate. They want to be able to, you know, at least cut stuff and it isn't going to roll off onto the table. <laughs> oh, it is a bit wacky, isn't it? <laughs> Stop. I, I, I will allow a cheese board. A cheese board on a board. And if it's on a slate, oh, okay. I suppose if you put, like, anything. If it's actual hot A full food. English breakfast served on a piece of really? roof is... tile. Wait, where, where did you see this? Well... Where did I see that indeed? It was at a place that serves breakfast on a slate. Uh, you don't want to say. I can't. M- m- must be local. Right. Okay. Look, look. Just stop it. It's a roof tile, for God's sake. Get yourself down a posh pig's guy. What do they serve it on? Oh, it's proper. 
Uh, they don't smash it up and put it in a bowl? No, that's that's that place up in uh, oh, okay. Norwich. No, Posh Pigs and Beckles, if you've never tried it, it's, it's a, it's a well-oiled machine. I don't do machine. these things, do I? Oh, you've got, got get, sausages in the fridge. Get out and get yourself treated. <laughs> that's the final word on that. Um, shall we um, maybe plug our gigs? Now, are you going to plug gigs that are sold out again? Uh, no. Oh, good. Not quite sold out. Um, May the 12th. I'm going to say this. There's a there's a code here, mates. With for um, twelve May the twelfth at Southwold Art Centre, where Reginald D. Hunter is headlining. That's not quite sold out. I thought it would do. Uh, I must admit, it's it has sold the double up at uh, Woodbridge has sold out, but um, it hasn't sold out at Southwold Art Centre. There's still a few tickets left, but you can get them. Uh, with the cold mates. Lovely. You'll also see John Mann again. You'll see Ross McGrain and Nelson T. Comba Comba Jr. I've, I've, not said I've that just right. booked Nelson to open on Friday in, oh, in uh, Chedgrave. Oh, fantastic. This will probably go out after that gig's on, but um, after the... Um, after I was rushing about having to find mm. another act yeah. um, from the agent that I'm not going to rush to again... Yeah. Um, then I booked Nelson, who won the Dirty Dozen competition. So I owe him. I owed yeah. him a paid pro gig. So he's 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 well up for that one. Good, bless him, and he's on good form. Uh, while we before we get to your third of June, I've got the first and second Go and on. third of June. Go on. Um, I've got Dan Evans, and I've also got Mitch Ben coming down. Look out for that. www.shaftofwit.com forward slash what's hyphen on. Ah, lovely. Uh, for, well, for me, 3rd of June, um, got Arthur Smith at Southwold Art Centre. Uh, Charmian Hughes is on, and also he's Don Biswas, I hope. But um, I'm sure he will be. Yep. Um, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll have to rush, rush around and make sure. <laughs> but, uh, yes, we got that. And also, this just in, in Lowestoft, Lord Kitchener's Memorial Centre, the mm. uh, B&B to help ex-servicemen and women, give them a little place to stay by the sea. Um, uh, we have Danny Postal headlining from Britain's Got Talent, uh, WCB favourites Justin Panks and John Mann, and also Paul Ricketts is going to be on. It's going to be a blinding night, 15 quid a ticket. Um, Do a lot of good work for charity. I don't, actually. Okay. <laughs> no, very rarely do, so they are honoured. So I will be handing them... Oh, they are honoured. Well, yeah, I'm doing it for now. Um, I'm not making any money on it at all, but I will be flying the living bejesus out of it when I'm, when I'm there. And on July the 8th, I've got Danny Postel and Mitch Ben out in Wingfield. Brilliant. That's a lovely gig yeah, for yeah. a tiny venue in a field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't get that very often. I won't bang on about it, but I've got Hal Cruttenden coming up and also the, um, the, the Greeters Girls... Uh, Troy Hawk. Troy Hawk, yeah. Lovely. Up. More news about that. So. There's a lot of good gigs between us, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Doing love right. it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're flying the flag down here. Awesome. This little bit is called Contrition. Yes. And then we have a couple of things to apologise for, apparently. Just one, actually. This was written in twice. You've put afternoon tea at Kitchener's. What are you apologising for there? Well, Mrs. well on the last pod, I, I, we were talking about the coronation. And uh, 
I don't think anybody else would have picked up on it, but Mrs. Pablo said you weren't very enthusiastic about going for afternoon tea at the Kitchener's for the uh, Jubilee. Oh, I was encourageable there, wasn't I? I don't think I... Uh, if not, if anything, you probably edited it to make me look less of a twat, I think. Yeah, well, I think so. there were some <laughs> terrible things you said out loud. No, I wasn't, I wasn't, saying, I wasn't quite that bad. If I gave the impression that having afternoon tea at the kitchens whilst uh, watching the coronation is a thing that I wouldn't enjoy doing, I apologise. Yeah, that, that's one worth apologising for. My, my, um, the, the thing that I inwardly roll my eyes at is bloody afternoon tea. I never get it. Yeah, It's just sandwiches on different levels. And coming, that's, that's the thing. But I need to lighten up and just get on with it. Yeah, I, I do. People enjoy it, and that's why people do it. So I just need to get on board. Yeah. Uh, let's draw this one to a close, Pablo. And um, once again, episode number 20... I mean, that's a milestone in itself. Yeah, 20's plenty, but we'll do more. We've been going for five months. Wow. It feels like longer, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It feels like only yesterday when you you tentatively rang my doorbell for the first time yeah. and I, I led you into the uh, into this wonderful studio that we're in. Anybody who stayed here will appreciate the sticker on your door that says, uh, if alarm is ringing, and then in brackets... If house is not on fire, <laughs> what's, what's he say after that? Call, it, just call this number. Call this number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because our alarm kept going off because the battery in the box had uh, had worn out and it kept just triggering itself. And the neighbours were getting really, and there was nearly a fight outside my house. Well, because the alarm had kicked up, gone off. Yeah, because the alarm was going off, and I think somebody was having a go at uh, Mrs. Kai actually about it oh, because it was God. going off, and we couldn't, we weren't there to turn it off. Anyway, uh, can, can, we've can, had it serviced, and it doesn't happen so often. Well, that's good, because that would be mighty annoying. On, on this, very quickly, I don't know if you want to leave this in, but years ago, and so it's funny how these small things stick with you. There used to be a place where I used to pick up from when I was a courier up in Clerkenwell, right? And the office was full of people who were right up to themselves, and all the couriers knew this. We ain't picking up from there. And there was a note on there that says, if we don't answer straight away, it means we're busy working. And somebody changed it to wanking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> ah, which was which was lovely. Makes it far more yeah, fun. Yeah, and it, and it stayed up like that for ages. They never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. So let's let's draw this one to a final close and say thank you to those that have been listening today and uh, have listened back. Have a listen to some of the others as well if this is your first one. And m- not more importantly, but thank you to our patrons to those that have signed up, £4 a month, and it's www.patreon.com forward slash promoter mouths if you'd like to sign up a pound a week. I mean, that's value for money, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you what, if the number of patrons um, increase the same rate as they have done in the last week... I'll be ordering a Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in, in about 3,020. I'll tell you, there are some people... Well, it'll soon mount up if it keeps doubling. I overheard a rumour that the... the Oh, the Liverpool lads. The Liverpool lads. Dra- actually drive around in Bentleys and that. No, yeah. one of them, one of them is just, uh, one of them is just posted on, online. And I don't know if it's from Patreons, but it was like 250,000... Subscribers, that's it, because they've got a load of stuff on. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty thousand subscribers. Thanks to every one of you, you've contributed a pound each to this, and he's just buying himself a brand new McLaren with a with a number plate of laugh on it. 
Oh, well. Um, I'm not sure how well that sits with everyone up in Liverpool. No, <laughs> I'm well, not he's, he's having a laugh. They've earned it. They've anyway, earned it. I'm, I must jump in my Mondeo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get back to Mrs. Pablo. Yeah. And I'm going to, my car's got a coolant leak, which I'm going to go in a, uh, and top up and then drive. Living the dream. Yeah, we're living the dream. Come on, come on, Patreon. Apparently, they're millionaires now, those boys up there. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Doing all right, just out of these subscriptions and everything. Good luck to them. Imagine that 250,000 people paying a couple of quid a month. You're a millionaire in a few months. I don't know how it's working out. Anyway, it's not my business. As long as they pay their taxes. <laughs> Let's say goodbye. Thank you for listening. And we'll uh, catch up with you uh, in, a, in another week. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that it, Pablo? Yeah, that's it. Cheers, listeners. See you next time. Bye-bye. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.